Um, we have been, um, we have put together a video that the kids and the youth have done. So our theme today is um, Christmas Unwrapped. Do you want to go down to Daddy? Where's Daddy? There we go. I think she's going to be a star, you know, she seems to like the stage. Um, but yeah, we're looking at Christmas Unwrapped today. So um, Becca has done some filming for us and we've put together a video of the kids and the youth sharing their best and the worst present. So you may need to lift it up a little bit because they're quite quiet on the sound. Um, but yeah, enjoy. In the kids and, and in the youth presents Christmas Unwrapped. Bracelet. I think it was a pair of, a pair of shoes. I see the sneak kit broke in one day. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever had for Christmas is this thing that you just do. And the, the just magnetically just. It's just the worst thing I ever got. Bath bombs that I never use. <laughs> Antibiotic wipes. So I break my phone. Uh, the worst thing I ever had for Christmas is a pencil case. We don't really have a pencil box. The worst thing that I have for Christmas is a doll, a doll, a doll house drink. I'll make a Christmas jumper. Mm, I'll bring you. A coin. Um, a pen from a friend. My hammer because Jack used up all the blues. Tape. <laughs> I'd say one of the best things would be my Nintendo. It's a Nintendo Switch console. Well, my special toy when I was a baby, Monty. My Geoforge Dragonite. Oh, she was for Christmas last year. My tablet. The best thing I've ever had for Christmas is probably my tablet. I'm going to Jordans. Got my drink loads and music. Ultimate garage with uh, 100 cars, cars in it. I'm not very interested. Phone. Phone. Lego. A dinosaur? The best thing I've ever had for Christmas was my Xbox. It has to be my Xbox. Barbie. Money. Pop cards. Best presents for Christmas is being alive today. Mm -hmm. My best thing I ever had for Christmas was a keyboard. The best thing I had for Christmas was a microphone. My best thing that I had for Christmas is a guitar. Fluffy pajamas. Robot. Aren't they great, the kids and the youth? Yeah. 
I love how, um, thank you, Phil. I love how Jolene didn't say what was the best gift that she'd ever received. She, ca- she put in there again, this is what I want for Christmas. This is my favorite gift. Hint, hint, mom and dad. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to um, just think a little bit about our theme today, which is Christmas Unwrapped. We've said it a few times. It's been our theme throughout the whole Christmas period. And presents is a big part of Christmas, isn't it? You know, we give presents, we receive presents, we buy presents, we wrap presents, we put batteries in presents. You know, it's all about presents. And December time, we come into, um, I feel like every shop we go into, you're either thinking about doing email wrapping paper. That might be a good present for someone, but I've already bought them something. But this would be even better. And you've constantly got this kind of um, thought process going on throughout your head. You can't escape thinking about presents. Your head is just full of it, thinking about that present list. Um, We try to avoid it in our house um, by avoiding all of the kids' TV programs, channels that have adverts on. Otherwise, Jude is literally like, I want that. I want that for Christmas. I want that for Christmas. I want that for Christmas. So we've done that so far. Pretty good. Um, But yeah, it's um, as well, we've got all the Christmas films, haven't we? where most of the Christmas films have a scene or a key theme where it is about presents or buying presents or giving presents, whether it's to family and loved ones, whether it's to those who are less fortunate than ourselves. So what I thought we could do is I could quiz you a little bit just to make sure that you're switched on, that you're listening. We've got some screenshots in a second, and I'm going to ask you, see if you can... Tell me what that film is. So some of them are classics from when I was growing up. Some of them are new. So kids, we need your help as well because you'll know some of them. So if we can have the first slide, please. Shelter out if you know. Jingle all the way. Who remembers Jingle all the way? Yeah, classic, classic. I always remember that scene where he's he's chasing after is it the last one and he's he's there's that other dad and they just clash and it's brilliant brilliant so for those who don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger is a father who's trying to buy this present for his dad for his kid turbo man action man um and it's sold out everywhere so it's all about that journey there okay kids you probably know this one can we have the next slide please What's this one? The Grinch. Shelter out. Favourite in our household. This is the new animated one, which is absolutely brilliant with a brilliant soundtrack as well. Um, so you've got the grumpy Grinch who cannot stand Christmas. So he dresses up as Santa and takes away everyone's Christmas presents. He takes away all the Christmas food, the Christmas trees, and it's all about that, um, that whole journey that he goes on again. Um, next one, I don't know if many of you will know this one. Next one, this is a Netflix film. Does anyone know this one? It came out maybe two years ago. Terminator. No? Okay, this one is called Operation Christmas Drop, okay? It's one of the new ones. Netflix is releasing Christmas films each year. Um, I think if we had more students here, they're all gone home, they probably would have guessed this one. 
It's basically about Erica, who is trying to work her way up to promotion, and she has to completely forego her Christmas family celebration to go to Hawaii, I think it is. Sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Go to Hawaii, so I'm paying for you to go there. Um, To close this Air Force base, who does this amazing thing to spread Christmas and to spread presents to those um, areas of the island that don't have good access. Um, It's quite a good film, actually. But yeah, Operation Christmas Drop. Next one. A lot of people shouted Muppet then. That's not very nice. (laughs) The Muppet's Christmas Carol. We know this one. It's all about learning about what he's done and being accountable for the things that he's done and learning about giving and why that's important. Absolute classic with, again, some brilliant songs in there. Next one. Please. There we go. Who can remember this one? There's Santa Claus. Thank you, Jenny. So basically, accidentally let get Santa to fall off his roof. So he becomes the Santa Claus. And it's just, again, a a lovely film from when I was little. Um, So, yeah. Last one, kids again. You might know this one. Arthur Christmas. Thank you, Lidwina. Another brilliant film. Again, this is Arthur, Santa's um, son, who set out on a mission to make sure every child receives a present at Christmas. Um, So, yeah. Lots of films out there that are all about presents. Giving and receiving presents is such a key part of Christmas. And children, can all the children look at me? Who enjoys opening presents? Yeah, yeah, we enjoy that, don't we? And adults, I'm sure many of you will have many precious memories of waking up on Christmas morning and feeling that excitement of opening presents and seeing that magical Oh, did we skip on? I didn't want to skip on yet. <laughs> um, that magical um, moment of seeing um, all the presents downstairs going past the twinkly lights and the tinsel and remember all those foil decorations that used to be on the ceiling and, um, and then seeing all those presents. And it's, it's a wonderful time of year um, to celebrate together. And, you know, when I was younger, we never had much money when I was a little girl. But my parents always made Christmas special. And it's always about that feeling of wonder, feeling that love and that appreciation that people have for you. And that anticipation, isn't it, of what Christmas Day morning is going to be like. And we watched that video, didn't we, of the kids and the youth um, where they talked about the best and the worst presents. And you may have noticed that there were less, um, less of them that shared their worst presents. Now, when we were filming that, Many of them didn't want to say the worst present because they couldn't think of one. They were just grateful for what they had received. And that was something that really blessed me, um, that our children were so grateful for everything that they've received. And as a parent, I breathed a sigh of relief that Jude didn't say that he had a worst present. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it it was lovely to be down there. And it was so wonderful to see them talking about their favorite gifts you may have seen it on the screen. Many of them just lit up when they talked about what that sp- one special gift that they'd received that they remember that they'd really enjoyed. They were so full of joy and they were happy that 
they had received those gifts that had belonged to them. Now, I'm one of those people that really enjoys giving presents more than receiving them. I know it's probably a bit strange, but I don't know what to do when people give me presents. Maybe I'm a bit too British, maybe a bit too awkward, but I don't know how to act. And when Phil mentioned that this year we were looking at Christmas Unwrapped, I was like, yes, I'm so here for this. This is, this is something that I can really, really get into, really explain, really, um, yeah, celebrate. And the tradition of exchanging presents comes from the wise man. Many of you probably have already made that connection. You know, the wise men gave those gifts to Jesus, the gold, the frankincense, the mare. Um, and, that, and that's where the tradition started, but also from the fact that God, that Jesus has given us the ultimate gift of him and of salvation. And we continue giving these gifts, yes, to bless each other, yes, to show our love and appreciation, but mostly to celebrate this ultimate gift that God has given us and to reflect it. Yet the world, it's kind of turned this gift given into a bit of a consumer crazy frenzy, hasn't it? Where it's wherever we go, we're constantly worrying about it and it's easy to get caught up in it. But it's important to bring ourselves back and to think about what gift giving is all about. And it isn't just about the gift, even though it is an element of it. It's about the intent and the meaning. And the Bible has a few tips to help us when it comes to gift giving. So one verse that you, when, uh, which comes to mind, the first verse that comes to mind when you think of gifts, is James 1 verse 17, which says, every good and perfect gift comes from above. Good. Um, and that doesn't mean that we must gift everyone a Bible. As much as it's a great present, it means that God wants the best for each and every one of us. He wants us to have good things. He wants to bless us. So when we treat others and gift others with the desire for them to experience good things, for them to feel that joy, because we love them, we're honoring God by what we do. He does for us every day. Exchanging a gift doesn't need to be a physical item. The Bible tells us that God gives us gifts to give God glory. Some of some of us gifts gifts. It's a tongue twister there. Some of us are gifted in buying great gifts and in wrapping them and presenting them so beautifully. And there's an episode in Friends where um, it's Emma's first birthday, and Phoebe and Joey use their talent of singing and acting as a gift for Emma. Many of us are gifted with so many different gifts and talents that we can use to to give and to bless others. Some people are great at art. Some people are great at singing. Some people are are great at acts of service or giving up their time to release someone so that you can do, do something for themselves. These are all different things that help people to feel the joy and the appreciation that gift giving is supposed to give. And giving these gifts means that you're shining a light, the light of Jesus while bringing joy to other people. Now, some of the best presents come unwrapped. And one of my favorite Christmas presents came completely unwrapped. I believe you've already seen the photos on the screen. If we can have them on there. So um, that's me and my dad one Christmas morning. 
Um, and then the other picture is me and my sister, who's two years younger, Rachel. And um, my favourite, absolute favourite Christmas from when I was a little girl was, um, I must have been about four or five, and I remember Christmas morning, we came down the stairs and we went into the front room where the Christmas tree was. And we saw the most wonderful sight. Like, even now I can see it as clear as day. And my presents were on the right and Ray's presents were on the left. And um, we both had a newborn baby doll in a Moses basket. And I was obsessed with dolls. So I was, like, in my absolute element. And with it was this array. My mum had got one of her friends to make all of these wonderful, like, clothes and blankets for the babies, for the baby dolls. And um, mine were all lined in either um, peach or pink, and rays were all lilac. And next to mine, I had, my mum had refurbished an old um, Silver Cross navy blue pram. And it was just... Honestly, that feeling of seeing that pram will always stick with me. But I didn't have to unwrap a thing to experience that joy, to experience that delight. For me, just seeing that and knowing that it was mine, it was something that I could cherish, it was something that I could use. And my mum used to pick me up from school with this pram and we'd go for a walk around the park and it was something that I used quite a bit. You know, we've already been given the ultimate gift and nothing will ever, ever be able to compete. Dolls, prams, whatever your most precious Christmas memory of um, getting a Christmas present is, nothing will ever be able to compete with that ultimate gift of Jesus and his salvation and what he's given us. And all that's required of this is just for us to accept it. Like I accepted the pram and the dolls, We just need to accept Jesus. There's no need to embellish Jesus or to wrap him up. He's wonderful and magnificent just as he is. And the prophets revealed before he came who he he was going to be, who he is and what he's going to do. And they didn't hold back. You know, even just a taster of Jesus, mind blows us with wonder and amazement. And I just want to just look a little bit, just briefly, at that well-known verse in Isaiah 9. It says that unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the next verse as well is wonderful, but I just want to focus on that. You know, that's, that's what God has done for us. That's who he is. God gave us a son, and not just any son, but his son. It says later on that his peace will never end, that he will rule with justice. And it's it's amazing, it's wonderful. This is what our world needs. Wonderful counsellor, his truth completely sets us free through his wonderful plan of salvation. Mighty God, he's all-powerful and strong. And through Jesus, his powerful is available to each and every one of us. Everlasting Father, he will provide and protect his children with wisdom and compassion always. Prince of peace, Jesus Christ completely restores us, and he is the reason we can live, we can truly live peacefully with God. The ultimate gift that God has given us is precious, and we get to enjoy it and live in it every single day. So not like the slinky or the hammer bead set, 
the gift of salvation never runs out. It never breaks. It never gets boring. It never gets too small. The gift of salvation is everlasting and is full of joy and grace and God's goodness. And whether you've never made that decision to follow Jesus or you've been doing it your whole life, it is still so wonderful and powerful and amazing every single second that we live. So today, take this moment to fully appreciate this gift and to live in that joy. This Christmas, take a step away from this world's expectations and be a joy receiver and a joy giver. Thank you.